Hey everyone, Emily here, and I have a special guest. Her name is Beth, and she's with DragonCon. Take it away, Beth. Hi, um, so I'm the director of the Silk Road fan track at DragonCon, and we cover all of the culture, music, and live action film from the Mediterranean all the way to Japan and down into the Indian subcontinent. And uh, this year, we are doing a silent auction in our track space. So that'll either be our panel room, which is currently listed as Hilton Galleria 8, or at one of our workshops or the K-pop dance party. Those are all things that are happening in other spaces. But the auction will move with the track. We have three prizes up for bid. The first is a three and a half inch Reaper miniature. It's a Kaiju miniature, which will be hand painted to be movie realistic. He looks an awful lot like Godzilla. The second prize for bidding is the Funko Classic Godzilla game. It has four classic kaiju figures in it, and the casts for the plastic molds are amazing, but they're all solid flat colors. So the guy who's painting the Reaper miniature is also going to hand paint all four playing pieces for the board game and put them on bases to go with the board game as a prize for auction. And the third is the cherry on top. We're calling it the Godzilla Stomp. Basically, I'm building a cardboard city skyline and the highest bidder gets to crush it like Godzilla in front of a live audience at the Silk Road Performance Exposition, which is currently scheduled for 7 p.m. at the Hilton in the Grand East Ballroom. Everything is subject to change. All schedule is tentative until it's happening. So always check the app and the Daily Dragon Twitter feed for updates and changes to the schedule and location of events. We're going to be posting work in progress videos and pictures to the DragonCon Silk Road Facebook page and Twitter account. And the Twitter handle is at DC Silk Road Track, all one word. The artist who is painting the pieces on Instagram and TikTok is at Jolly Good Giant, all one word. And Paul is fantastic. He does work with Plaid Craft Company and World War Scenics, and he's just a fantastic human. So I'm really, really excited to do this. Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Metro Atlanta is the charity this year. And I actually got my start in martial arts 25 years ago through a program with Big Brothers Big Sisters. So I'm really, really excited to support this charity this year. Get out your aggression, get out your frustration at the past year and a half and stomp all your rage out like Godzilla. And it's for a really good cause. Thank you so much for having me on, Emily. No problem. Thanks, Beth. Hello everyone, welcome to Soulmates Podcast. This is Emily. And this is Rachel. Today we are reviewing Red Velvet's newest EP, Queendom. They're finally back. They're back. <laughs> I feel like it's been years. I know it has, has been maybe, what, one year, but it feels like years. <laughs> yeah, it does. <sighs> I just miss them. I miss Wendy's bangs. <laughs> I miss Yeri looking so cute. I miss Joy and her gorgeous hair. Yeah. Before we get into the whole album, 
I will say that I was surprised that Irene was like front and center throughout the whole music video and the promotions because she had a scandal where a bunch of makeup artists were like, she's a bitch. Yikes. (laughs) But then a whole bunch of rumors about other idols bullying people while they were in school came up and there was a bunch of that stuff and everyone kind of forgot about Irene. SM is like, Irene is the face. (laughs) She's going in the middle of the five girls. Yeah. Even if she bitched at her makeup artist beforehand. An idol acting diva-ish? Who would have (gasps) thought? Never. (laughs) So, like we said, Queendom is the sixth EP by Red Velvet. I believe their 12th overall album. It was released August 16th, 2021. So brand new. The album has six songs and it incorporates various genres like dance, R&B, and soul, according to SM. Yeah. <laughs> I did some research and before each song, I'm going to give what SM described it as and then what we really thought. Just so you know what we're bringing to the table. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so the first song on the album is Queendom. SM describes this as a dance pop song with a refreshing atmosphere. My notes just say, they're finally back. (laughs) Crying emoji. I love that it started out with Sulky just saying, queens, and then walking away. I was like, yes, Sulky, yes! (laughs) I really enjoyed the music video because there was a theme and a plot, and it was not overly complicated. I loved it. Red Velvet are in a magical warehouse where everything that's lost is sent and then they deliver them back to their owners through magic and a golf cart. Lots of things are floating. Joy is posing on a motorcycle and she is posing the house down. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) weird motorcycle, but okay. Wendy can teleport and her bangs are back. The Wendy bangs are back. Throughout the video, they have like three outfits. They have their office outfits in the warehouse, and then they have these really cute denim outfits. And then they have like a black, white, purple iridescent theme outfit at the end. Oh my god. Those were so ugly. (laughs) Sulgi, I am so sorry. You did not deserve what you were wearing. It was... Honestly, one of the ugliest things I've seen in a K-pop music video. It was so ugly. Emily, no. Don't you remember those, like, fringe curtain pants? Because I remember those. That's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> those were ugly, too. <laughs> For the most part, besides the uh, the purple outfits, everything was pretty toned down. I mean, they're wearing jean skirts and shorts. And that's good. It gives them the freedom to move without a bunch of shit flying everywhere. There's definitely a summer vibe to this song. Did you think that? Yeah, I did. Despite the fact that there is no indication of the season in this music video, I mean, they have a picnic outside and it's sunny, but that could literally be at any time other than the dead of winter, so. True. I thought that Wendy's voice in this was so good. She's doing her signature runs. I was like, yes, girl. (laughs) And Irene, I thought, really shined in the chorus, which is 
I think, typical for her because she is the leader. She's going to lead the chorus. The chorus itself is super catchy and it makes me so happy because it sounds like Red Velvet and no one else can do that. I'm sure that me missing them is making me like this video more, but the song is really good in my opinion. So for me, the song doesn't really pick up until about 50 seconds into it, but it is like an upbeat dancey song once it gets going. I could do without the talking in the song, but that, yeah. as you'll see, is kind of a thing you'll see in all the songs. But it wasn't too distracting in this song. I would definitely jam to the song in the car or on the way to a club or on a road trip with the girls. The music video overall is super bright and colorful, which I really missed from Red Velvet music videos. Like you mm -hmm. said about their singing, no one quite does a music video like Red Velvet. And I thought everyone looked cute, and I didn't hate any of the style choices except maybe some of the denim short choices. Those were interesting. <laughs> we disagree so hard on this. <laughs> I'm, I'm not into a denim jort or joutfit fashion. Not into it. I love joutfits, Canadian tuxedos. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Notable lyrics that I wrote down were, We are queens in the red castle. Don't need a crown. We were born to dazzle. Paradigm that we've been building together. Stereotype that's clearly different. The next song on the album is called Pose. SM described this as an up-tempo pop dance song with an impressive energetic bass line and fast changing drum. So I will say the bass on this is demanding that you get hype. This is very funky. The chorus is melodic while the verses are more like a bitch track. So think talk singing, unfortunately. The chorus is really strong, I think, which is good because there is a drop in the beat right before it. And there have been so many songs where it's like the beat drops and then it's like a, a key change, totally different. I'm like, what? What is going on? So it wasn't disappointing after the anticipation of the beat drop. The song is about owning your confidence. Basically, everywhere is a runway. Yeah, this song immediately reminded me of the show Pose on Netflix, which if you haven't watched it, you should watch it. And I loved the bass and the drums in this song. They are really infectious and earwormy. The bells that they do in the lead up to the chorus are excellent and definitely make you want to get off your ass and shake it. It's like a call to action to shake your ass. <laughs> <laughs> to me, the chorus and the rest of the song felt a bit disjointed. I wish they would have just gone full drumline bass ass shaking for this song. Notable lyrics are, the lights are on and I'm on an imaginary stage. Even without high heels anywhere on the runway, you know I'm cool. Everyone knows. I opened my eyes and posed like I wanted, babe. Anywhere is a catwalk. If you're doing your grocery shopping, you know, that is now uh, New York Fashion Week. <laughs> <laughs> the third song on the album is called Knock on Wood.
SM described it as a fairy tale like electro punk song, with the lyrics that detail the hope to get someone to like you, as well as the act of knocking on wood for good luck. Thank you for being so specific, SM. <laughs> Thank you. This has another very funky bass line with very smooth vocals. It's mid tempo. I can definitely see this one being played on, like, American terrestrial radio if it was in English. I kind of lost my mind at the fact that this song references Harry Potter, The Wizard of Oz, and Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, like, I guess Willy Wonka's kind of magical, but, like, usually you do not lump Willy Wonka with Harry Potter and The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> You know, they're just they're just being red velvet. <laughs> I don't know. I will be listening to this to distract me um, while I fold laundry. This is a perfect song for that. And I can tell that there is a very slight 80s influence in the instrumentation and the melody. So you know that I am a giant hoe for that. So it appealed to my lizard brain. You're not going to be twerking to this, but you will want to dance. Yeah, this song is mid-tempo, but it is, but the chorus is catchy and good. Again, there's, like, talking in the song. I'm not sure if I totally like that, but I could see the baby knock on wood vocal that they repeat over and over in the song getting stuck in my head along with the strong beat that accompanies this mid-tempo song. Notable lyrics include, it's been a perfect day, it's a piece of cake that's been cut off. And I can relate to that. I love cake. <laughs> Who doesn't love cake? The next song on the album is called Better Be. SM called it a witty R&B pop song characterized by Red Velvet's dreamy vocals and rich harmonies, and lyrically it was described as not giving up easily to the person you like. You know, I would say Red Velvet has extremely dreamy vocals. It's like caramel. Yeah. Yeah, like... It's like velvet. <laughs> it's like velvet, wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is another mid-tempo song. Another really funky one. I was like, wow, they really went funky on this EP mm -hmm. with the bass lines. The chorus on this sounds amazing. I love the chorus. Would this be a Red Velvet album without Wendy belting and blinding us with her talent? <laughs> no. Is it bad? No. Is it the best song on the album? No. Will it be the first song I cue in my car? No. But that chorus, though. Yeah. This song, honestly gave me like 90s early aughts vibes and I really did like the chorus of the song. I thought the harmonies were really good and I like it's hard to describe. I kept listening to the chorus over and over again to try to like think of a better way to describe it, but it's like a sing-songy almost like call and response quality to the chorus. It's just really catchy and it will get stuck in your head. It definitely will. Before we started recording, I was like, you better be, better be, better yeah, Exactly. Be. <laughs> yeah. Notable lyrics include, come closer to me carefully. First, better be in love. Look, I chose you. Well, you better be in love. The next song on the album is called Pushin' and Pullin'. Pushin and pullin', 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 pullin
Sam described it as a medium-tempo pop R&B song with a friendly and gentle message. They also said that the lyrics tell us to trust in the time we spent together with a person who is pushed with anxiety in a relationship. Treat your partner well and enjoy the good times, I guess, is the point of the song. I guess. <laughs> Push it and pull it. Jerkin' and yankin'. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I was thinking that the entire time. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of Willy Wonka, the beginning of this song sounds so weird. I got Willy Wonka Nightmare Tunnel vibes. <laughs> it was so weird. Uh, and then it it pretty much almost immediately transitions into a normal piano-led song. Mm. So... I was like, what direction is the song going? <laughs> Some children are about to be killed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> I thought Joy was really good on this song, and the chorus is just Red Velvet to a T. If I just heard that, I'd be like, that is Red Velvet, a thousand percent. I can see this song being used in a K-drama it's a little too peppy, in my opinion, to be like a ballad ballad, but it is pretty slow. And in a way, it reminds me of early Lily Allen in the melody. The song is about a hot and cold relationship, relationship anxiety. Mm, we've all felt that. Uh, the song is a little slow for my taste, but their vocal harmonies in the chorus are absolutely beautiful. I mean, just this song in particular, I was like, wow. <laughs> Uh, it really elevates a song that might otherwise be boring. Mm -hmm. It's a little too toxiny for me in the verses, but the chorus, like I said, really saves it. And I think Wendy's solo near the end of this song is executed perfectly. She literally has like an angel's voice. It's like so clear and pure. It sounds like a high bell. Like it's crazy. <laughs> her talent. Her talent. <laughs> like do it for her. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, notable lyrics for pushing and pulling are acting like an angry person check check it then you're suddenly sweet yeah i knew it change every hour i'm just looking at the complicated you now tell me why do you like me like that very hot and cold vibes maybe your partner's just sundere you know maybe maybe <laughs> the final song is hello sunset <laughs> SM described it as a slow-tempo R&B ballad that creates a late-summer sensibility, characterized by a subtle drum rhythm, refreshing electric guitar, and dreamy piano performance. The lyrics are about a confession of being together with loved ones. You know what? I will say that the electric guitar was refreshing, because <laughs> you hardly ever get ballads led by a guitar. I was just going to say, like, if Hello Sunset was a drink that you could order at a restaurant, it's like, yeah. subtle drum rhythm, refreshing electric guitar, and dreamy <laughs> piano performance. <laughs> I'd order it. I'll take one of those. This definitely has a chill beach vibe, and I really enjoyed the electric guitar. It was, like, 70s? Do you get that? Mm-hmm. This is another slow song, and I would definitely say this is a ballad. Mm-hmm. But, shocker, 
I actually like this song. <laughs> wow. But I think I like it more than your average ballad because number one, the piano is not the lead instrument, the guitar is. And number two, there's a drum beat. Mm-hmm. I don't like just lyrics and piano. I find that so boring. Yeah. Their voices sound incredible. The slower songs in the ballads is where their vocal talent really shines. Will I be blasting this? No. But I'm not going to change the song if it comes on my playlist. Yeah, I really like the beat of this song too, even though it is a slow ballad. Like Emily, it gives me beachy vibes. It would be a great song to listen to on the beach at sunset. Wow, and you can say, hello sunset. Hello sunset. (laughs) I think it really showcases their beautiful voices separately. And then they have their classic harmonies in the chorus too. So I think that's kind of a cool aspect of the song as well. Notable lyrics include, looking back, somehow today is as if I'm about to cry. It's like a dream that will disappear after sleeping. Someone I already miss, even if I'm looking at you in the eyes. So that was the entire EP. Let's talk about this album as a whole. So overall, I really like this, but I but I think you did not, Rachel. I liked a few of the songs. Actually, I would say I liked a couple of the songs, but most of the songs were a little bit... They're just not really my cup of tea, I think, anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Red Velvet is really talented, and it's not like I wouldn't listen to these songs if they came on the playlist. I wouldn't be like, oh, God, Emily, change it. But <laughs> am I going to clap my ass to this song? Am I going to sing it when the song isn't playing? I don't know. Red Velvet, I feel like, is one of those rare girl groups where there is no rapper because they are all about vocals and vocal harmony Mm -hmm. and on this album there is some talk singing i would not classify it as rapping that was new for me usually this talk singing is like right in the beginning they'll be like hey boy and that's kind of it but having it throughout the songs that i was not vibing with honestly Red Velvet does not need that. No. You don't need to switch up the rhythm or the melody by doing that. Just let them sing. I totally agree. I feel like if you want to rap, really do it. Because talk singing, it's a disservice to us and it's a disservice to them too because they have great voices. So why are they just talking? I know. That's my opinion on that. This is not an audio book. <laughs> this is a song. Exactly. <laughs> So, out of five, what would you rate this album? I would rate this album a three out of five. It's not my favorite album ever, but it's not as bad as The Velvet. I would rate this a four out of five. I very much enjoyed most of the songs, even the ballads and the slow ones. So, four out of five. It's not five out of five because of the talk singing, I feel like. Also, for me, it's really hard to top Summer Magic. I mean, that was such an incredible album. Oh my album. god, yeah. While I was listening to this and preparing for this episode, I kept thinking back to when we saw them live in Miami. That was so amazing. It was. It was so high energy. Like, people were dancing so hard. They were shaking the mezzanine we were sitting in. Like That was a little scary, but yeah. That was scary. the energy. But, but, the, but the vibes, <laughs> though. The vibes were immaculate. <laughs> It was such a good time. 
We also have like an episode in the archive, if you look for it, where we talk about the concert and our experience, if you're interested. But uh, just reminiscing about that, and I guess just live concerts in general, I was like, what we had. Puts hand on the window and looks out. <laughs> yeah. So if y'all didn't know, we used to have a segment on some of our episodes called the Red Velvet Minute. And that was specifically for Kyle, Emily's fiance, now fiance, then boyfriend, to get on and speak his piece about the latest Red Velvet release. So in honor of that, we're going to let Kyle say a few sentences about what he thought about the album. So here's that. Breaking news. Here's Kyle with the Red Velvet Minute. The new Red Velvet EP is out. Ladies, they're back. They're back. Wendy's Bangs, they're back. I'm sure Emily already said that. I really like this mini album. I think it's almost as good as Summer Magic. I unfortunately don't think they will ever top Summer Magic, but uh, this album is uh, bops. It's just six straight bops, and the last song, Hello Sunset, is just a vibe. It's just nice vibes. I could feel myself drinking a pina colada at a tiki bar listening to that song. At sunset. It feels very nice. Pose, they released a Vogue song. Every K-pop drag queen immediately started planning a number. Queendom is the true bop of bops on that album. Um, But I really liked it. I give it a 4 out of 5. For those of you who know Kyle, he mostly listens to screaming metal music. But he is like a Red Velvet stan, which I appreciate. Let's wrap this episode up with a weekly K-pop recommendation. My weekly K-pop recommendation is Pose by Red Velvet. My weekly recommendation is Queendom by Red Velvet. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Instagram at soulmatespodcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. Check us out on YouTube at Soulmates Podcast. This program is available pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify, wherever you're listening right now. Make sure you subscribe, you like, you follow, you poke. I don't, I don't know what they do anymore. <laughs> uh, but we'll be here for right now every other Friday to be determined if that is going to stick forever. We'll see you guys for the K-pop roundup for August in two weeks. Bye. Bye.